It's White Coat Wednesday. Our usual doctor, Dr. Mitch Shulman, is away, but that's okay. What an opportunity to bring in Dr. Isaac Bogosh, infectious disease specialist. Nice to have you, sir. Oh, nice to chat, John. Happy to pinch it for, for this week. Okay, a lot of stories, actually, as concerns COVID and in the news this morning, one of them being uh, Toronto's top doctor is being urged to look at mandatory masking all over again in schools. Is that a sensible policy? Well, you know, if we take a step back and look at the explosion of some of the respiratory viruses in schools, like respiratory syncytial virus, and a growing burden of influenza, and of course, COVID never went away. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to protect yourself and, and protect your child and reduce the risk of infection, not eliminate it, a mask is a good idea. Obviously, we have to put this in the broader context. You look at the hospitals right now, especially the pediatric hospitals, they are getting slammed with uh, pediatric infectious diseases, especially these viruses. Masks will reduce the burden. Masks can, they will, they will. It might not be by a ton, but they will at least reduce the burden and protect uh, and protect kids. Something we've been talking about this week, and I know that you're hot on this story, is Health Canada reporting a shortage of some antibiotics that are used to treat children. What's actually going on here? So, a couple things. One is I don't know what's behind the shortage of these pediatric antibiotics. We've had a shortage of pediatric fever abating medications for months now. This was being discussed in the summertime as a major issue, and it still hasn't been resolved. I mean, this is if you've got, you know, your healthcare system stretched beyond capacity, here's simple tools to keep people from getting sick enough and requiring a doctor's visit or an emergency department visit. I mean, I so it's just so aggravating to see that this is still an issue. There's no shortage in the United States. There's no global shortage. This has, this is a very uniquely Canadian issue, and I hope we resolve it quickly because we've got a lot of fall and winter ahead. If you can't enable parents to care for their kids at home, I mean, what are you doing here? Now, I'm not a big fan of stories that would begin with the headline, here's how it could all get worse. But when it comes to infectious diseases, it seems that things are getting worse. Uh, we have a steep rise in influenza cases. Is that like the conventional annual flu? Yeah, flu is flu. It's, uh, you know, obviously the last couple of years, we didn't see much in the way of uh, influenza due to markedly reduced uh, global travel, plus a lot of the public health measures that were enacted uh, in Canada. And flu is back, and it's back with a vengeance. It's, uh, if you compare other flu years, minus you know, 2019 and 2020, uh, and look at you know, 2014 to 2019 flu years, and you compare this flu year, this flu year is starting a little bit earlier and coming out of the gate much faster. Flu is here. That's the take-home point. Flu is here. There's a lot of flu. We're seeing it in the hospitals as well. Uh, hey, you know what? There's a free, widely available flu shot. People should really be getting their flu shot. It's for everybody six months of age and older. And again, on the one hand, of course, nothing's perfect. The vaccine isn't perfect, but it will reduce your risk of getting the flu. And if you do get the flu, uh, the flu shot can help mitigate some of the symptoms you, you have. Now, obviously, nobody wants to go to hospital at any time, but especially now when the hospitals are as busy as they are. Listen, our doors are open. We will always care for you. But if you don't need to be there, you shouldn't be there. Okay, well, here's a question for you then that may be on the minds of a lot of people. On my mind, I am due for my booster shot very soon for COVID. And then if I take your advice, I should be getting what I think is this year a quadrivalent flu shot. Can you do those all in one hit? Or are you supposed to pace yourself? No, you can absolutely do them all in one hit if you are... Uh, six years of age and older, you absolutely can get them 
at the same time. Uh, some people might choose to do so. Great. Some people might choose not to do so. Great. The reason they said you could do it all at the same time is A, it's safe, and B, they think there might be better uptake if you make it more convenient for people. And I wanted to ask you today about um, conspiracy theories. And I suppose, you know, expertise doesn't do anything and, and, and facts don't do anything to convince people who espouse conspiracy theories. But almost every single day now, people are sending me headlines from the Epoch Times and slideshows of people who drop dead from heart attacks very suddenly. And they're insisting, first of all, that a whole bunch of Canadian do- doctors have died of heart attacks because of the vaccines. But then also there's this story in the UK about how there were 30,000 excess Uh, cardiac deaths during COVID, except if you read into the actual document, it's not because of vaccines. It's because of a host of other issues. But I just, I don't know that we're going to be able to talk this one down. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, you know, individual debunking of individual conspiracy theories, but that's a losing battle. I mean, the real issue is upstream. Where is this coming from? Who's funding it? Uh, It's obviously not just related to COVID. We see interference with elections, with politics, with many other aspects of life. And, you know, a lot of this is amplified on social media platforms. Uh, Obviously, we're not going to solve that issue in the next minute or so that we have here. But we really have a lot of uh, we've got a huge challenge ahead because how do how do we fight disinformation, intended targeted disinformation that you know, at least when we're t- dealing with the health sector, you know, this is in- enabling people to make poor decisions for themselves that results in harm. How many people, uh, you know, in the peak of a respiratory viral pandemic said, I'm not going to wear a mask? How many people said, you know what, who are at risk for severe COVID chose not to get vaccinated when they're free, widely available, safe, and save lives and uh, and sadly got infected and had a poor outcome. So we, we really have a lot of work to do on this front. I'm not going to pretend to have the answers, but uh, this is a global issue, not a regional issue. Isaac Bogosh, thank you very much. Nice to have you this morning. Nice to chat.